0: All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is the uber-talented singer-songwriter Jack Newsome. So, Jack, thanks for joining the show and talking to me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Absolutely, man. So I know you currently live in Los Angeles, but I know you have a lot of ties to Nashville, and I really wanted to have you on as a guest because um, you're you're already at a, a really extensive momentum with uh, 2021 with your music. And, uh, I want to start off by saying you wrote an, an incredible song on the TV show Songland, um, that turned into a publishing deal with Smack Songs, which is actually based here in Nashville. Um, how, how did you end up getting on the show and what was that experience like being on Songland?
1: Um, I mean, Songland was, Songland was one of the most just incredible moments in my life. Uh. One of the producers, they've been been scouting talent for like a few years prior to the show's launch. Um, And one of the producers found my stuff and asked me to submit. And um, yeah, I sent in like three songs. They asked for more. I sent in like 15 more songs. And um, yeah, and then they ended up choosing Lying for the Kelsey Ballerini episode. And really, everything, everything after kind of stemmed from that moment. So I'm so, so thankful. I've met, like, 30-plus friends from that show and peers and collaborators. And, um, and obviously, getting to meet Shane and, and work with Smack has been, like, obviously one of the most incredible things that come out of
0: that. Yeah, that's so awesome. So how did that kind of come about? Did, was Shane just really into your music and was like, um, I want you to be a part of this team?
1: Um, it was a really, it was a really sweet and organic thing that happened. I get we had such a fun time working together on the show. And then when we wrapped, um, my friend Iroh, who was on the Macklemore episode, he and I hit it off. He didn't have a place to stay after they, um, after we left the hotels that we were staying at. So I invited him back to my house and he spent like a week just kind of camped out at my house and we wrote a bunch of music and the first night he came over we wrote a song together and Ira didn't tell me but he texted it to shane and the next morning we woke up to a text from shane saying where are you i'm coming over wow <laughs> and and he literally he showed up in a in a g-wagon that he had bought like a few days prior <laughs> and it was one of the, the coolest it was one of the coolest mornings i can i think of my entire life he just showed up and and basically said, like, I, I just want to be a part of whatever you have going on. He was really, I think he was really, he made that a, more, a bigger point than anything. He was like, it doesn't matter what capacity it is. If it is a publishing deal, if it isn't, if it's just collaborating on stuff, he made it a point to just say, I, I just want to work with you guys, which, I mean, to me, I, I had really nothing else going on at the time. So I was I was beside myself. I couldn't believe what was happening.
0: That's incredible. What what an opportunity. And I know you've traveled to Nashville to perform a lot with Smack Songs, and after the show and everything, what I want to get your overall vibe of Nashville because I know I think you have some family in Tennessee. Um, what, what do you like about Nashville? What's your favorite parts of the city?
1: Oh, uh, gosh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's just the atmosphere. I mean, they, the way that songwriters in Nashville approach music and making music is such a beautiful thing they they're so professional about it whereas i feel like in la people are really lax about it and there are there are uh, pros and cons to both but just the way that like it's such a healthy i think nashville has a much healthier relationship with creating music in that they start their sessions earlier they start them around 11 and they just they're so concept driven so there's no where like in la if you're writing a song you kind of quote vibe out until you find something. Um, whereas in LA it starts from this like core concept. And I feel like that method works really well for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love, I just love getting, um, I don't know, really nitty gritty with a good concept. And every single writer shows up so prepared. They come with at least 10 different concepts in their notes. And there's this preparedness and this professionalism that is, is really, I, I haven't found it anywhere else. Um, so, I mean, that part is amazing. And my, yeah, my mom has a, uh, my mom lives part time, like an hour and a half, uh, south of Nashville. So I get to visit there pretty often.
0: Awesome. Well, I love hearing that. And yeah, uh, I think you, you write a lot with, uh, Brigitte, who I've actually had on the podcast before with her brother when they were doing the, the duo It and it was awesome <laughs> to meet them and, and they're very cool people. So. Um, I love hearing what she writes and with the prescription and everything like that. So, um. they're
1: amazing. I love, I love both Brigida and Brett so, so, so much. I, um, uh, what's it called? I, I worked on, uh, I have a few songs that I've, that I've worked on that came out with Brigida, and, um, a few songs that are, um, I guess that that are in the works, but she's, um, she's fantastic.
0: Awesome. Well, after your success with you know getting that publishing deal, I think you turned some heads over at Twelve Tone Music Group, A uh, and R, and and signed you to a record deal. So now you're you're signed to you know the independent record deal uh, with with Twelve Tone Music. What's that like?
1: It is incredible. I really I I, f- I feel so lucky in that um, I've gotten to a place where. I feel really prepared for the moment, um, and I've only realized that recently, just in working and getting these songs ready for release and stuff with them. But I'm really, I'm really thankful that everything happened when it happened because I know a lot of people get to that moment and maybe they have like a giant hit and they don't have a follow-up or they they have this and that and the other thing. But I just have, I just have these this phenomenal team of people behind me who trust in me so much. That I don't know it it just feels really good, and i'm I'm really glad that this is the moment and uh it's it's kind of exactly what I've been hoping for my whole life, and i just I hope that that same
0: energy <laughs> continues, oh, for sure, well, I want to talk about your song that came out at the beginning of the year the the year the world stood stood still and uh it's it's such an anthem for the time that we're in and i wanted to get your thoughts and feelings that, that came about when you were writing the song and and what what's kind of the the feeling behind it
1: um well we i wrote that with my um with my good friend connor and this was i mean this was back a few months into covid when when things felt like it was when it had the depressing kind of vibe of COVID had really sunk in and, um, people weren't saying, oh, it'll be a few more weeks anymore. They were saying, it's going to look like a few months to a year. Um, and everyone was just so heavy and, uh, Connor was camping out in in our backyard and I kind of wanted to, I was so sick of living in that moment because it was just such a dark moment that I was trying to think about what we would be saying in 60 years um to our kids and grandkids uh who didn't have to grow up and spend their their formative years in a pandemic and i thought it would be Mm -hmm. really funny to to kind of use that tone of voice where when an old person's like you you don't know what it's like when i was your age blah 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 blah." and and the whole song kind of is that the whole song is is being is, is what we can say when we're all grandparents <laughs>
0: From the perspective. and our
1: grandkids are like, they're like, I'm bored or whatever. And we can be like, you don't know what it's like wasting time. Like this, like having when, when, when you waste your own time, that's one thing. But when you feel like time is wasted on you is a totally different thing.
0: Exactly. It's going to be such a weird perspective. Like when we're old and wrinkly and, and senile and we're, t- we're talking to these young whippersnappers you're like you don't know what it was like in 2020 they're like 2020 no <laughs> but yeah that's that's so interesting um but jack you you've collaborated with a lot of amazing artists like you know megan trainer ryan tedder said the sky and sean kingston you know uh, many others I want to know some of your dream collaborations for the future that you're looking forward to working with. Maybe uh, some artists that you can, uh, you know, maybe surprise us with that you've already working with. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I'm very
1: I'm very interested in a lot of artists that are kind of blending country with other genres because I think country is one of the hardest. It's it's one of the most conservative and one of the most hard like one of the harder genres to to kind of genre bend. Um, that's why I've loved Casey Musgrave so much. Why I've loved Lil Nas X, um, and so artists like those those two I guess are the ones that kind of come up in my in my head awesome. most frequently. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think it's a really cool time for for pop and, and genre vending and for country as well.
0: Very cool. Well, I really enjoy watching you on social media because you create these visuals along with your music. You, you have a lot of kind of just live singing videos where you sync the music and, um, the production is really, really well done. Um, I wanted to know, did you start out early kind of doing YouTube videos and putting yourself out there on, you know, social platforms using your music or, or is that just kind of a recent thing that you've been doing?
1: Um in the grand scheme of things it's a more recent thing. Um I've I've sporadically kind of dropped stuff on YouTube. You know this is all prior to TikTok and back when it was musically and stuff. Um it was much more spread out. Um and I think that my I feel like my strong suit is coming up with fully like fully formed like tracks and 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 doing proper music videos and stuff. So mm. I in in my head I feel like I struggle a lot with doing those really off the cuff, really natural, stripped down, just getting on a piano or getting on, on a guitar and singing. So I feel like I my my favorite thing to do and the thing that I feel the most like that I can do the best is is creating those fully formed things. Um, so on whether it's on instagram or on on youtube right now my current goal is to get more comfortable stripping things down and doing stuff more acapella um and so that's been kind of like a challenge that i've i've wanted to i've wanted to master that for a really long time and so i've been definitely carving out time to get better at that stuff
0: very cool very cool well, Jack, um, you've got a new single out called Arms. I really enjoy it. Um, it's a bop, and I wanna play that here at the end for everybody. Um, you wanna just maybe talk a little bit about uh, the song, maybe who you wrote it with and and the meaning behind it?
1: Yeah, for sure. My, um, I did the song with my good friend Cambo, who is a phenomenal writer and producer. Um, and it was our first song that we collaborated on together. And this was, we wrote it at like the peak or one of the most dr- dramatic moments, I guess, of last year when the BLM protests were happening and, and everything just everything just felt so chaotic. And uh, it, it wasn't... I wanted something uplifting because I was getting tired of writing like The Year the World Sit Still type of vibes where it was really somber and, and really hyper-realist kind of mellow. And I was looking... I need, I needed to pick me up in my life and Cambo needed to pick me up So we just, we wrote arms and, and it's, it's really just that, that feeling of, of we are social creatures and and we as human beings are very social beings. And so it didn't really, none of this made sense to us. We were like, how do we navigate this? We're supposed to be loving up on each other and just being in person with each other all the time. Why the, why the hell is this happening?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, thanks so much, Jack, for taking the time to talk with me today and uh, sharing your, a little bit of your story. So I want to close out the show with Jack Newsom's latest single, Arms. You can check it out anywhere you listen to music right now. So thank you so much, Jack. Thank you so much. I can't
2: believe it. You did something to your hair like how you died and might want to try it don't even have to dare me i can't believe it has it really been a year can't keep it together what's got your head hurt baby i'm on yes kind of down and your friends don't (laughs) time. <laughs> I'm okay.